0: What's going on everyone? If you haven't heard about the Anchor podcast, it's the easiest way to make one. Let me explain. For one is free. You have the flexibility of being able to record right at the palm of your hands from your phone or your computer. It has excellent creation tools that can allow you to record and edit as well. And you also can be able to use Anchor to distribute your podcast onto many other platforms such as Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started now. Welcome to the Principles Experience. This channel is designed to give you financial content in the areas of business, finance, and investing while bringing you stories Of the mindset of entrepreneurs and their tips on building a business sit back and learn on how you can develop your financial wisdom and create a blueprint for financial freedom what's going on everyone thank you for tuning in this is the 11th episode of the principles experience my name is kevin jenkins And I'm grateful you all are listening. Today, I would like to give you all advice on how you can use diversification with your investment portfolio, which will allow you to reduce your risk and spread your money into different asset classes. Now, you know, I know when it comes to investing, I've talked on my previous episodes on how you can invest into the index, in an index fund or a mutual fund or a tax free. A retirement account, such as a Roth IRA. But I want to give you all some insight on exactly how you can diversify uh, those different funds and how you can be able to spread your money with being able to at least reduce your risk and being able to multiply your gains. Now, before I move forward with this podcast, I wanted to say a disclaimer. My content is designed for informational and educational purposes. Please consult with an advisor. Or a brokerage firm when making an investment decision the information I will give you please do your own research and become aware of the risks when making an informed financial decision you must understand your own risk tolerance and be comfortable with making a specific investment decision so I wanted to get that out there just so you all can um, be able to take my information and I definitely want you all to take your own dedicated time to do the research and being able to uh, verify and confirm the information that I'm giving you. I'm definitely giving you information that I feel that will benefit you and that can help you with your investment strategies. But at the same time, I want to make sure that you all are aware of your risk tolerance and please consult with a financial advisor or ask any questions with any of the brokerage firms that you may have at the moment. So let's dive now into the discussion that I have for this podcast. So the first strategy that I wanted to discuss on how you can implement or invest your mutual or index fund is you can invest it into a growth fund. Now, in episode three, I discussed what a mutual and index fund is. So if you haven't listened to that episode, I would recommend listening to it because you will understand what those terms mean as far as a mutual or an index fund. But when it comes to what a growth fund is, a growth fund is specifically a fund that invests in securities that are in the equity markets of companies that are growing over the years. So you may have a company, you know, such as Apple that has grown over the last twenty years. Uh, this would be a company that's in a growth fund, or any company like Tesla, you know, within the last couple of years, uh, they have definitely taken tremendous strides uh, with their with their growth and the gains of their company. So these are the type of companies that you would see in a growth fund. Now, the purpose of this is so you can accumulate capital gains. Now, what capital gains are, they're simply the difference between the price of what you bought the fund at compared to when you sell the position or closed out the position. So, for example, let's say you invest 100 shares of a fund that's one hundred and fifteen dollars per share and it goes up to one hundred and twenty dollars per share when you sell the position. The capital gain on this transaction is $500 because the fund went up five points. All I'm doing is I'm taking 100 shares and I'm timesing it by five because it went up five points. And that's how I came to the total of $500. Now, some great growth funds that you can put in your portfolio that I did some research on is the Vanguard Mega Cap Growth ETF. Uh, The ticker for this fund is MGK. Uh these funds assets are invested primarily in the tech industry, and I believe the tech industry is a growing industry that's always going to be here within our lifetime. If you look at our phones, if you look at with everyone working from home, using zoom um using fastly using these different video teleconferencing softwares from home uh technology is going to be here and is here to stay, you know, even if you're looking not at. at uh, different workout equipment that you're doing from home technology it plays a big role in our day to day lives, and I think that you can't go wrong um by you know picking a fund that invests primarily in the tech industry. Another one that's good is schwab u s large cap growth e t f the ticker is s c h g and when I say ticker um this is the the symbol or the abbreviation of the specific stock. So if you're wanting to go on your brokerage account or even if you have like a Robinhood account, uh, you're able to put this ticker in, which is the abbreviation for the fund and you'll be able to pull it right up. Now, the next strategy is uh, you can invest in a growth and income fund. This type of fund invests primarily in blue chip equities that provide income with dividends and have growth potential. So this is great because it it allows you to be able to have a fund that's giving you growth and income. And I know for me, that's one thing that I I love to have with my investments is having one that can grow over a long period of time. But also the dividends is great. You know, for those of you that may not know, you know, when you're investing in a corporation and you have equity in a company, they pay you dividends quarterly and it's a great benefit you know to have and it's it's really another stream of income that you can have in your portfolio and you can always reinvest the dividends you can use the dividends so it's a great uh, a great you know thing to have when you're investing in a growth and income fund now some examples of blue chip equities you have Boeing you have McDonald's IBM Procter and Gamble AT&T Caterpillar there are so many more, you know, blue chip equities. So make sure you take the time to look up, you know, what these exactly are. But I just gave you some of them that are blue chip equity funds. Now, some great growth and in income funds are T Rowe Price Blue Chip Growth Fund. The ticker for that specific fund is TRBCX. You also have SBDR S&P 500 ETF. Um, the abbreviation for this one is spy spy and it's another good one to do your research on i i've looked at the S&P 500 ETF a lot within the last month or so uh, me personally i have my uh Roth IRA invested into the Vanguard uh Vanguard Total Stock Indu- Index ETF fund and it's similar, you know, to the S&P and they have different blue chip equity funds within it and it allows me to be able to have growth and in income with this particular fund. So, you know, definitely, you know, do your research and make sure that you take the time uh, to look at, you know, what growth funds are, what a growth and in income funds are. Now, the third strategy that I wanted to go into is how you can invest your portfolio into an income fund. So, so far we went over a growth income, growth and income, and now I'm going to go into what an income fund is. This fund invests in fixed income securities, such as preferred stocks and bonds for the current income provided. With income funds, it also may specialize in one type of fixed income security. So these type of funds, you have U.S. government securities municipal bonds preferred stock corporate bond and money market securities these are all different funds that you can place in these different areas and i'm going to explain briefly what these mean but make sure you thoroughly look up these funds as well so when it comes to a u.s what uh what u.s government securities what exactly what that is is debt that is issued from the government Uh, this can be in the form of long-term bonds or short short-term notes. Now, with with long-term bonds, long-term bonds are usually like a treasury bond. A treasury bond uh, tends to have a thirty-year life uh, maturity lifespan, and a short-term note will be something uh, more specific like uh, a treasury bill. Now. I also know with U- U.S. government securities, they have agencies that also issue debt that, um, these agencies are owned by the government. So you have, like, um, you have Fannie Mae, which is the federal, uh, it's the Federal National Mortgage Association. You also have, uh, the General National Mortgage Association. And then it's also a Freddie Mac. Uh, Though these are all uh, mortgage backed securities. So they are all classified within the US government and agency securities. So these are great. Uh, securities, if you're looking for you know, long-term bonds to put in your portfolio, short-term no- notes, I always like to emphasize that it's good to diversify your p- portfolio in a lot of different areas. So you want to have some stocks, you want to have some bonds, you want to have it in different places where you know, you're being able to multiply you know, and reduce your risk. You, know, you want to have it in some gold, just different things that can allow you to have a bigger outcome. Now, the, the next uh, type of income fund is municipal bonds. Now, with municipal bonds, uh, these are debt issues of, of the state and local governments, also territories and political subdivisions, such as special districts, agencies, or authorities. You also have preferred stock, which is similar to a bond, but it does have its differences as well. But a preferred stock, it gives the holder of a stock a fixed dividend where the payment takes over priority over common stock dividend. You also have a a corporate bond that you can invest an income fund in, which is when corporations, they issue debt in order to raise capital. So a lot of times when corporations are trying to raise capital, Um, They will issue long-term bonds, which I have uh, briefly mentioned with the treasury bonds. Uh, They'll also do intermediate notes, which can be a treasury note, or they may do a short-term note, which is uh, known as commercial paper and lastly, what you can invest the income fund in is money market securities. So you have treasury bills, which I briefly mentioned. Um, you have banker acceptances. You have CDs, which are also uh, stand for negotiable certificate of deposit. And I know a lot of times uh, with your banks, they can offer you CDs as well. And I believe um, with most bro- brokerage firms, I know with mines, with Fidelity I'm able to have a CD in that as well. So, you know, money market instruments are are great, you know, when it comes to income funds, investing into that specific area. And the fourth and the last strategy that you can use with your portfolio is investing in a specialized fund, such as a sector fund. So, with this fund, it invests in a specific industry or a geographic area. So, with any index and mutual fund, that you invest in there, they have different companies that are are in different sectors, such as technology, financials, healthcare, real estate, industrials. Uh, There's so many different sectors, um, and it gives you the option to invest in the index fund that matches that particular sector. So, for those of you that want to have, you know, um, a sector fund or specialized fund in the tech sector, you know, you can look at the you know, and find online. There's tons of different technology ETFs, and they all have you know whether it's you know Schwab, T Rowe Price, S and P. Um, you'll have these different uh, mutual fund companies that will invest it into these specifically sectors, and it definitely allows you to be able to spread your money into different areas. And I once read that. In order to truly diversify your portfolio, you want to have it in 25 different positions. And what that what that prevents is it prevents non-systematic risk. And basically with a non-systematic risk, it's pretty much for a person that only invests in funds that has only like five different positions, they have more non-systematic risk because they don't have as much diversification. Now... When it comes to, you know, actually using this strategy, um, with investing in these different positions, if you have it invested in 25 different positions, it eliminates the non-systematic risk, but then it presents systematic risk, which is systematic risk is pretty much when your, your, your whole portfolio is matching the market. So it's allowing you to really diversify at the level of what the market is doing and, Regardless if it's a diversified portfolio, most diversified, all diversified portfolios are going to have systematic risks, especially if they have 25 different positions. It's no way to get around systematic risks like non-systematic risks. But with systematic risks, you can use what's called options. And I'm going to do another episode when I'm going to talk specifically on options. I don't want to go too in depth, but just to kind of give you a synopsis of what an option is, an an option is pretty much a, it's not, it's, um, you're, you're basically investing in the contracts of the stock rather than with the stock market. You're actually investing in the physical stock. You're investing in a company with an option. You're investing on kind of like what I just, you know, briefly said it's, it's more, um, the contract the the contract for the specific stock, so you know options is a great way to be able to uh you know prevent some of the systematic risks but also when it comes to investing in a specialized fund. You also can invest it within a geographic area. So you can invest it in like an international fund in a specific area, like an Australian, uh, in Australia or an Asian fund. These would be invested in common stocks of companies operating in that geographic area. So, uh, these are all some great strategies and I hope you all, you know, took some great insight on how you can be able to Diversify your portfolio and just really being able to reduce your risk and being able to uh, multiply your gains and and being able to spread your money into different asset classes. I'm also going to put in the show notes uh, a couple of sites that I found some good uh, large growth, uh, some large growth index and mutual funds, and it also has some large blend index and mutual funds. And these kind of give you a list of different companies um, and different funds that you can diversify your portfolio with. I think they were great. And it allows you to kind of do some research on some funds that you may want to put in your portfolio to diversify. Also, if you all could please follow my Instagram, it's Jenkins. I drop financial content on that weekly, and i'm going to put some content out today, so definitely uh take a get a chance to to follow me on there um, I'm also going to put my link tree in the notes. I also create YouTube videos with every podcast, and I would love it if you all could please go to my YouTube and subscribe if you go on my YouTube and you type in kevin n dot Jenkins it'll pull my name up. And if you have any questions, you definitely can always feel free um, to email me at Kevin NJ. Kevin N. My corrections, Kevin N. Jenkins, two seven at Gmail dot com. And I'll be able to give you, you know, more insight on how to subscribe to my page. But if you literally go to the link tree within the show notes, it'll take you to the YouTube page and you'll be able to subscribe. Um, with that being said, I, I really appreciate everyone's time And, you know, like always, please continue to give me your feedback. And it's greatly appreciated for all of you out there that are taking the time to listen to this episode. And I thank you for tuning in to another episode of The Principal's Experience. And you all take care.